Welcome to Word in Season with Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari, providing strength and solutions for today and hope for tomorrow through the Word and power of God. Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari is a general overseer of Faith Word Charismatic Ministries worldwide. He is an apostle, a prophet, and teacher of the Word. He has a powerful traveling ministry accompanied by many miracles, signs, wonders, and revivals. Get ready for an empowerment that will enable you to walk in dominion and have a triumphant life. Now, the Prophet Daniel Ejako Afari. I want to welcome all of us into the presence of the Lord. It's such an exciting thing to see you again in the prayer house. Today is the first Sunday of the year and God has been very gracious to us. Because it is new, everything is going to be new. Amen. Today I'm beginning a fresh series which I may not teach for long. And because also Monday, God willing, which is tomorrow, we are starting our 21 day of fasting. We will pray into the month of January, February, March, April, May through to December. Every single month, we are going to ask God for fresh grace. And then you are going to be ushered into a new level of grace through prophetic decrees and direction for the year. Amen. This year. Amen. And so whilst I was pondering over what the Lord will want to have me to teach, the Lord dropped this word to me. That was somewhere uh, 27th. I was pondering what the Lord will want to have me to give you this uh, first Sunday. And the Lord dropped this word to me, which I'm teaching. I entitled it, Covenant Ways to Blessings. This year, don't be offended in anything or in anybody. You see, when you are traveling on the highway to Kumasi, you see all kinds of obstacles, bumpings, potholes, dust roads. All kinds of cars that have developed mechanical fault and they are packed haphazardly. If you get angry and you get down to fight, you may never get a destination. So just focus on where God is taking you. Amen. These covenant ways are the things I want you to focus on for the whole of the year 2018. In fact, if possible, the rest of your Christian life. Focus on these things. What is a covenant? A covenant is an agreement. An agreement, a treaty, or an indenture between two parties. Agreement, a treaty, or an indenture between two parties. That's a covenant. So, in simply, in simple terms, you can look at it as a kind of contract. It's a contract. In diplomatic terms, you can refer to it as a compact or a protocol. So when somebody tells you that something is not according to protocol, he's saying that it is not according to official agreement existing between uh, an authority and another authority. 
na yekase bibi enam plutwa na chese enshebia eda honi yamfaso enshebia eda tumibi eni tumidi ebi intemno if you come to this area protocol officers they are supposed to treat visiting guests or pastors who are respected or revered as an authority in the church or an authority in the body of Christ in a certain way so that when they leave they don't feel malhandled or they don't feel unaccepted in the church you can also look at it as an understanding between two parties in a relationship so anytime you say a covenant the first thing that comes or should come to your understanding or in mind is that it is an agreement or an existing protocol between two parties in a relationship now the word of the lord said how can two work together except they agree so anytime there is togetherness there must be covenant in every relationship what makes the relationship travel to the end without them separating or having quarrels that will bring apathy or confusion it's for them to define the covenant uh roles of each party in the relationship it's a covenant and so we cannot exist in this world or in this life without a covenant every area of your life where you want to exist there is the need for covenants because you cannot live as an island of your own every one of us is born in fact god himself said it is no good for the man to live alone so god approve interactions and relationships and so therefore once interactions or relationships come into force or into being the first thing that must hold the relationship together is covenant and so covenant is a prerequisite for every relationship and for the very existence of man on earth if there is no covenant very soon you and that boyfriend or girlfriend you separate if there is no covenant you realize very soon all your children will become vagabond children they will leave the house they don't want to see your face as a parent because there is no covenant children must know what to do and parents must know how to treat their children if there is no covenant woman I, I bet you it doesn't matter how much your husband shower on you you will never be at peace a covenant might define what you are supposed to do to your husband and for your husband and what your husband is supposed to do for you and also to you it's a covenant and so our relationship with god calls for a covenant anytime you come to church or anytime god decides to uh, relate to you and i he defines certain do's and don'ts and then he also tell us what he also wants to do for us and this is what established a covenant between uh, a christian and his maker of with god today when people meet especially in romantic relationship the only thing they think about is sex covenants are not necessary we don't even define the 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 covenant term by which the relationship must work must run and that's why a lot of marriages don't last and 
people are divorcing. In fact, it is known that the divorce rate in the church is faster than the divorce rate in the world. And so you must you must know you must know that in all that you do and in all your relationships with people with God with in fact even those who have a relationship with the devil they relate to the devil by covenance if you don't operate covenants, you will never maintain relationships. Stop bragging with your academics and your education and your financial achievement. It doesn't hold relationships. You are very pretty, aren't you? See the way you are looking this morning. Powerful. I know you have a boyfriend. If your boyfriend sees you this morning, I tell you, something will change in the body. Ah, Hallelujah. But, Bubu, you are not going to be able to maintain that relationship with your boyfriend because of your looks. You see, your looks doesn't make this lady ugly. Stand up. Mm. Eh? Okay, you sit down. Docas, stand up. You see Docas's combination? Ah. The green, the gold. You, your combination is red and red. This one is green and green. Your beauty doesn't make another woman ugly. Are you, are you getting it? And so, if you want, if you think that what to keep your husband close to you is your looks, and you are not able to have any covenant terms and relationship with your husband, I tell you, very soon, your husband will start getting attracted to this one or to this one. Not because you are not beautiful, but because you don't know how to operate covenant in the relationship. And so there are five things a covenant practitioner will achieve. Anybody that works in covenant will achieve these five things. So five uh, achievements of a covenant practitioner. Please write them. Number one is that a covenant practitioner or somebody who was in a covenant uh, relationship will learn to achieve the how aspect of the relationship. How? H-O-W. How aspect of the relationship. How how do I relate to my husband? How do I relate to my wife? How do I relate to God? How do I relate to my friends? How do I relate to my enemies? How do I relate to God? It is all about the how. If you are operating a covenant, it will teach you how to relate to the people who you find yourself in a relationship with. So the the reason for a lot of lack of know-how is that we are not operating covenants. But the Bible says, Know ye this that in the last days many shall become what? Truth breakers or covenant breakers. We are not keeping covenant, so we don't know how to relate to friends. Some of you started very nice with certain people. Today, we are not talking. Your boyfriend used to love you, but you now, you know that this boy really showered his mm. time, resources, money. The guy really blow you kisses. Today, you are not talking because you don't know how. You love the know how. The second thing someone who works in the covenant will achieve is that you will achieve why. Why? 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 Why
Why should I love you? Why should I call you my friend or my enemy? Why should I give you my money? Why should I give you my tie? Why should I visit you in your house? I am your husband. Why should I give you my money or give you glossary allowance in the, in the relationship? Why should I make my partner satisfied in bed? You must, the covenant will teach you why you must do what you are doing or why you must not do what you are doing to the person in the relationship. But somebody who is not operating a covenant and is just there for their own whims and caprices. You understand my English? Ah. Eh? They are that there because they want it their own way. They don't see the thing as a covenant. If you enter into many homes, when I see the people that are parallel in marriages, eh, most often you realize that the reason why they are fighting is that one have taken and trying position that act for me. This is how I want it. What the other person thinks or what the other person is saying, the one does not understand why should I share my money with you or keep my money in the same account? It's a problem. One have decided that me, this is how I want to dress, whether you are a pastor or not. The fact that you have married me does not define or change the way I should look. This is how I want to look. And so, so long as the person has said, this is... Oh, I am a pastor. But does it change the fact that I am a man with feelings? Thank God I am a pastor and I fear God. Though. Some of you by now, you will be a casualty. Are you here? I have the grace to do everything that any man can do to a young lady. In fact, and do it excellently. But I know this work I am doing is a covenant relationship thing I'm doing. And so the terms of that covenant has taught me why I shouldn't do the things I can't do and why I must do the things I'm doing. And the reason why you don't understand why you must come to church early is that you don't see your church coming as a relationship, a covenant relationship with God. Do you know why you stay in Kasua but you are able to get to Accra Central and report in the office very early in the morning. Mm. Can I answer that for you? Mm. It is simple. Before they employed you, they gave you conditions and terms, which is an agreement, and you signed there too. And you know that if you flout it or disobey it, you will be fired. There are consequences. Mm. So, per that understanding that the work you are doing is a covenant, you are always in hurry to get to work, knowing that your inability to get to work is a flautation of the terms of the covenant agreement. Anything you don't see as a covenant, you will find it difficult to practice or to do. That is why no amount of sermon preach changes your attitude. You don't see it as a covenant thing. But the danger in this covenant thing I'm teaching is that there are always consequences to it. Failure to oblige or not to oblige to the terms of the agreement mm. comes with consequences. In fact, sometimes the consequence is death. Sometimes it comes with sicknesses. Many people are sick in the church. Paul said it in First Corinthians chapter 5. He said that you drink, you drink or you take the communion uh, anyhow 
not being conscious of the body for this reason many of you are sick in the church sana paul kan say essence am for ready adidi na monte asia na monfa senior adventi mumu bebere e yare e bin suwu if you approach a relationship without this consciousness that the relationship is a covenant thing and you do it anyhow without taking adherence to the terms and the agreement it can end you in the case number one the number two sickness number three death and so when you are conscious of the thing that it is a covenant it, it drives your attitude it drives why you must do it why you must get to work early and why you cannot be late to work so number three a covenant practitioner will achieve the who aspect of the relationship my covenant in marriage for instance have taught me how to sex how to sex i didn't say six mm. sex me ayonko fa me wo e wa aware apama me wo aware akyere me kwan e fa so a ye ni oba enye nhiamudie but that line saying to sex in the relationship because it is a covenant has also taught me who to practice the sex with na sa akwan na ayonko fa na me wo akwan nya na me wo sa me ni oba da no sa apam nan so akyere me nia nipa ban a sa me ni nya sa enkita ho die you open your legs for everybody because you are ignorant of sex in a relationship as a covenant you sleep with sister selele sister boska boska sister watama watama so na ka brother achi brother i don't like, i don't like the way you are looking at me when you be here Huh? There are listen. There are certain things I will do only for my wife. I will never do for any other lady. Yeah, well, baby, I met me. I am mommy. I met me. Yeah, my baby, I will be a sister. Huh? Sometimes somebody was going somewhere with me. A lady he said, "I pass. I will wait me after move. Make a choice. Bring a coin or make a kilo. If it is my wife, I'll come to the house." Sir, to me, my father will fear. You see, your faces are changing. Huh? There are certain raps. It is only in the bedroom you will hear from my mouth. Sir. But on, on, in public or when I'm with people, I will never say those raps. It is a covenant. There is a certain name I will call only my wife. I will never call any other young lady because it is a covenant name. You see your faces. That is why you call your husband Ata Papa, Kofi Papa, Ayukwe Papa, eh, Efo Papa. What else? What else? Kofi Papa. Ni 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 Papa. That is the name the mother used to call him, the father used to call him, his sister used to call him, and it's the same name you are calling him. You don't see your relationship with the man as a covenant. May all the men and the women here develop a covenant name. They give a, a... Amen. Number four, number four, number four. It, it will teach you the what he or she should relate to you for. What for? And no, a betrothal. A day, a day, na a was I on Fonimo, a day, a was I and Kitahudinimo. A covenant practitioner will know what to do and what to expect in a relationship. Be a day, a Pamiaguma, Obehunia, Essa, or ye, and a near Oshia, a fry on Fonimo. Some of you don't know what you come to church for. The Brenim Nintios, you're about sorry. And what you stand to receive by coming to church. That is why somebody has to call your phone every Sunday morning before you come to church. You don't see it as a covenant coming to church. You can never relate to God in that way. You will never be blessed. You must know what you stand to gain by coming to church every Sunday. You must approach it as a covenant. Today, 
I was driving whilst coming and I was sleeping. All the programs I've been standing doing mm. in December, mm. eh? The, the, the whole of the week I've been coming to the office. I can't sit up and ask now. Anytime you enter, I'm asleep. This night, I spoke to some people with some problems from abroad. By the time I finished, it was getting to 2 o'clock. I stayed in prayer. I slept off while praying somewhere around 5 o'clock. And I still have to get up and come and preach. Any rational woman being will say that I will not go to church today. But I approach my coming to church as a pastor, as a covenant thing, not because I have to come and preach to you. But I see it as doing the work of He who called me and who sent me. It is a covenant relationship. And I see many people be ekasai iframa noni ebra miwe mi bompa ye mi famu dai nenso ni njemo anopai se yobi obeka se oh my sorry nenso you say say minim se aye apamonti enam wa anopai. Why do you find it very difficult to come to church early? Adena aye wutin so bebe nyami fientem. And why do you find it very difficult to come for certain meetings in the church and absent yourself in certain meetings of the church? Adena aye wutin se ejuma di ebi oha obeba ebi oha oye tin se obe dunhu besim. Can you guess? It is simply because that thing is not a covenant in your mind. You see it as helping the pastor. Some small boy prophet B has started the church in Oyarefa Johnson, Ghana Fly. Let's go and help him. That's why you are here. You think you are helping me. Johnson, brother. And so anytime you get up and you are coming to church, you see that the whole of the earth and its weight have been put at the back of your neck. You feel heavy. This year, the Lord will clear you and heal you of every wrong perception in your relationship towards Him. Amen. You can even go and sit in the throttle and get down. I, I, I think this thing, I'm tired today. I have to go and rest. Even pastor will understand this. You, 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 the reason is simple. You, you don't see your coming as a covenant thing you are doing as part of your part to fulfill in that relationship of a covenant with God. Sometimes look at the way you wake up very tired and you must still be at the office. You can wake up in bed and stretch 20 times and still you have to go and bath and go to work. But on a Sunday morning you will stretch and say, I the end you wake up 10 30 and you came to church 12 o'clock. By the time you come, we are selling the benediction. Can I give you number five? The when aspect of the covenant. When should when should I do or not do what is promised in the contract? That if you approach your relationship with God and with people in this regard, it will define the when aspect, the time certain things might be done or not be done. Do you know that sometimes justice delayed is justice denied? When you are supposed to do something for God and you don't do it at that time. God see you as not doing it at all. Can I ask a question? How do you feel sometimes when you expect that at this time God is supposed to have opened this door for me or do this? And it did not happen at that time in your relationship with God. How do you feel? Some of you have come to a point where you feel like by now, no, you should be living with your husband in your matrimonial home. But as I talk to you now, even boyfriend Dimpo is a challenge. Some of you feel that by now, the way you have been working in that company, you should be receiving some promotion. Rather, they are even now issuing query letters. They want to even dismiss you. So, in 
a relationship, a covenant relationship, when something is supposed to be done for you or for the other party, if it is not done, mm. it, it disturbs the stability of that relationship. Now, the first covenant practice I want to uh, talk about this morning is the covenant of faith and devotion to God. A lot of you don't know that faith is a covenant. You think faith is a word we learn in class and practice. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Okay, let, let's first read Genesis 12, 1 to 3 quickly. Genesis chapter number 12 verse 1 to 3. Today I want to teach more. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Please. Uh, and the line in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. So God is saying that in this covenant practices I am spelling out to you, shall all other people on this earth be blessed. So without this covenant, nobody can be blessed. How many of us want to be blessed? Alright, how many of us want to be cursed? How many of us want to see our children's children? How many of us want to die living a legacy for generations? Okay, so this sermon is for you. Tell somebody this sermon is for you. So God is saying to Abraham that Abraham, this is my first time ever coming on this earth to try to establish a relationship with a man. But this relationship. The way I want it to be done, that is how I want any other relationship on this earth to be done. And in this way of being having a relationship done, that is how I will bless all other relationships and people on the earth. So if you don't relate to others in this way I am relating to you, you can never be blessed from today. Verse 1. Verse 1. So the Lord is the one that came to Abraham. Abraham didn't go to himself. God is always ready to make a covenant with us. He is the proposer or the initiator, and we are the acceptor. And the first thing God did was that he spelled out the responsibilities of that agreement on the part of the man, which is Abraham in this case. He said, Abraham, get thee out. You can't stay here and have a covenant with me. So, a covenant will cost you something. A covenant will make you lose something. A can cost you your comforts. It can cost you your geographical location. You are here this morning. You have, you have lost your comfort, your bed. You must be sleeping on the weekend. You are here. It is a covenant. Am I talking to a church? Am I talking to a church? So if you want to relate to anybody, be they a man or a god or a spirit, God is saying the first thing you must know it is a covenant. Number two, because it's a covenant, it must cost you something, you will lose something. So between you be at Nancy, between you be a young Kofadi, and I may can say, a pambit me at it, my CBB Ashero. And he said, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred. Oh, Papa Fie, Fio, Fio Busiamu. Can you imagine your father is very rich? Fanso Papa is Kenny. 
He had companies, men servants, women servants, silver and gold, thousands of cattle, cow, bulls, bullocks, camels, with a heavy duty workforce working for the company. You are the firstborn. Per the laws of God, you are supposed to inherit double of all your father's properties. And then one day, here comes a God who said, because of a covenant, leave your father by implication, you are going to mix your heritage. You are going to mix all the men servant that will serve you, the company he will will to you, the gold, the silver, the cow, everything. You are going to lose it, and you are going to a place, a land I will show you, you don't even know where he's taking you. And this God you are talking about, you can't even see him. He makes you have some feelings in your heart that he's talking, but you can't even hear the voice well. The way some of you are looking at me this morning. <laughs> Is the word too difficult and heavy for you to take? You see, blessings don't come because you wish it come. Blessings come because you know what to do to merit the blessing. Pastor, if what you are saying is true, then what is the meaning of grace? Grace is not there for the taking, excuse my language, by fools. Grace is for those who have exercised themselves to apply themselves to the vital forces of scripture. So until you know it and practice it, you don't get it. For instance, everybody have, uh, they say now they have free education in Ghana. Is it not grace? But please, if you don't have your son who was qualified, uh, what do you call it? There is something they say for SS people. What's what the name? Uh, BEC. If your son did not qualify, huh? Did not learn well to pass BEC. Will you have free access to free SHS? So although grace gives you free supply, it is not there for the. F- I won't say I don't know how. Are you getting it? And so here God is saying that I will bless you. But the blessing, there is what to do and there is what to know to do. Then when God finished, he came to verse 2 and he started telling him what he God to will have to do. It is an agreement. Please verse 2, verse 2. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be blessed. So God finished saying to Abraham what he expect of Abraham in verse 1 and then in verse 2 he now start telling Abraham what he also as a God will do for him why do you want to relate to your pastor and expect your pastor to do everything for you, but you don't know what to you don't want to know what is expected of you to do in the church. Why do you want to love God and expect God to do everything that is called a blessing for you? But you don't want to know your part to play, what you have to do. You don't want to know that why in your relationship with God. Some of you are opportunists. In your relationship with your friends, eh? Mm. You always expect them to do something for you, but you never think of what you can do for your friend also to be happy. That is why your friend doesn't like you these days. And so this message is supposed to groom you to appreciate relationships. There are some women, all they know is asking their husband for grocery money. You don't know how to cook. You have made your husband eat fast food from uh, Oyarifa Junction and your husband have gotten typhoid. 
You can't perform in bed. Don't look at me like that. The way you, the way you are watching. Are here? Yes. There are some men here. There mm. are some men here. All they know is Dani Hokakara. Dani Hokakara. Tiaho. You are in the spirit of power. Give it to the pastor. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Habakkuk to me, you know, you Am I teaching? Yes. Ask somebody, the pastor teaching is the pastor teaching. So this also for church today. Is the pastor teaching well? Also for church today. Who are your opportunists? We are for the pen from a choir. Somebody came to me in the church and said that now I don't feel comfortable in the church at all. I said, why? I said that because I brought this car to the church, everybody that needs a loan is contacting me for a loan. Somebody told me. Obi asama okai and on say me me asafu no kramin to me to me adanya. It's some say me dey kai by Obi opebisi biya me chain oba. He said, Pastor, if I want to remain here, then I have to squeeze my face. Front, I will not talk to anybody. I said, well, I said, you won't believe it. More than five people have come to me in the month of December alone, asking for a loan because I brought a car to church. Ah, you see your face is changing. That is why no rich man wants to make you their friend. You are opportunists. Anytime you get close to them, it is that give me money for this, give me money for mm-hmm. that, give me money. What are you also doing to make the person happy around you? You don't know how to relate to people. Since you, that boy told you I love you, mm. you have turned him into ATM machines. Uh, the only thing, the only thing, listen, the only thing is that that ATM machine don't have an ATM card number. You have finished him by now. Bounce The Bible said, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. How many just people are here? So Abraham mm. left his mother and his father's house mm. by faith to a land he doesn't know. It is faith. What about if I live and tomorrow it happened that there was no land anywhere after all? How, how, how will I talk to my wife? What about if that God refused to show up again? I don't hear his voice again. After I have taken the risk, left my father's house, left the camels, the men's servant, the women's servant, I left everything, then this God never speaks again. How am I going to make life? And so relating to God as a Christian must come by the covenant of faith. Somebody said, well, pastor, by that time, you see, it was in the Old Testament, so that was under the law. No. At that time, the law has not been given to Moses. So the relationship of Abraham is a, a universal set within which God teaches all mankind how we should relate to him. This was before the Mosaic law. And so when God said, in this are all nations be blessed, he was saying that in this relationship, anybody who look into it and practice the terms of it, they will also be blessed. Hello. So the, the Abrahamic relationship is the foundation of the new relationship which is the relationship of the New Testament. Everything Jesus practiced and encouraged, you will find it in the Abrahamic relationship. It is a model. Romans chapter number 4. Today we are teaching. Romans 4, 12 to 20. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham. Did you see that? Mm. Eh? So God is saying that there were people in the Bible eh, who walked in the what? The steps of that faith of our father Abraham. In other words, they also what? Imitated the faith of Abraham 
Because God had given that covenant relationship between him and Abraham for an example for all others who want to relate to God to emulate. Are you getting it? But who also walked in the self the faith of our father Abraham, which he had, sorry, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Please let's go. Verse 13. Bro, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through what? But through what? The righteousness of faith. Watch it. For if they which are of the law be hers, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect, because the law worketh wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. Uh huh. 16. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. So, those of you who are preachers of grace. Mm. Those who don't walk in the covenant of faith don't receive grace to function. You don't receive grace to succeed, grace to marry, grace to be rich, grace to become successful, grace to be blessed, grace to do the uncommon, grace to achieve. You don't receive that grace when you don't have a covenant of faith. The faith thing is a covenant. So we need you Now, listen. When we say something is a covenant, the seriousness of it is that because it is a covenant, you don't practice it at certain times and stop practicing it at certain times. You don't practice it when you choose to practice it. You practice it at all times. It is your lifestyle. It is your culture. Anytime necessity lay hold on you to do it, you must be ever ready to do it without compromise. It is a covenant. That is why if you are a married woman and your husband touches you in bed, you can't tell him me yet. Sir. A covenant. Uh, 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 the way you people you are looking at me, I don't know if I'm helping. Are you getting it? Just just as you God expect your relationship with him to be a covenant so that you cannot work. Yeah, you can't wake up and then say that today. I don't feel like going to church and you sleep. Maybe. Ah, in the same way, you can't wake up and say, Today, I don't feel like having sex with my husband and you sleep. Maybe. It is a covenant. The worldly people would think that, What about if I am not in the mood? No, you must be in the mood. Because the worldly people, they are not practicing Christian principles. They are practicing worldly principles. And the world and the church, they oppose one another. Uh, you, you are not getting the things I'm saying. Huh? So if you are sick and you can't do it, it is not your right to say, I can't do it. It is, I want to use a word. It is a consensual agreement for me to say, because today you are not fine, I forbid it. Your very existence as a Christian or a human being is a covenant. Can you imagine today your heart, you woke up and your heart said, today I am tired. Mm. I don't feel like beating for the next one hour. Mm. What will become of you? Your lungs will die. Your brain will die. Your eye will close. Your hands cannot move. So your heart is in a relationship with the rest of the organs with your body. Ah. If it's refused to function, but function when it wants to function, the whole body becomes dead. I don't know the way you people you are looking at me. You see, a lot of us don't understand life. A lot of you are living life as if life is just a matter of eating, drinking, and expecting everything to work for. It doesn't work like that. Your understanding to this 
will make a lot of the KK we hear in marriages stop. You are not working in covenant. That is why those of you that boys meet you in the morning, they say, I love you in the evening. You are having sex. And you say, you need to revise your nose. The thing is a covenant. You must be taught. You must be expected. If you read First Corinthians, the Bible says, let the men dwell with the women according to knowledge. So, so ignorant people, eh? Ignoramusus don't marry. If they marry, they don't succeed. A lot of you married without counseling. That is why there's commotion and fireworks in your house all the time. You did not marry in knowledge. Today, may the Lord cure all your ignorance in the church. Receive the power. Amen. So, the church is a spiritual school. The very things I am teaching you apply to every facet of your life. So from the day you became born again, you are in covenant relationship of faith with God. You can't do things the way you want it. God is saying, Do you want to be blessed? Do you want to hold me responsible for what is what happens in a bad way and what happens in a good way in your life? Like the way some of you are always praying and doing. You are holding God responsible for whatever that doesn't work. God is saying, am I in a covenant with you? Do you have faith in me? For the just shall live by faith. Are you a just man? Where is your faith covenant? Verse 17. He said, 16, to the end, the promise might be what? Please, let's read verse 16 together. Ready, go. This is where I, my emphasis is. Let's go. Ready, go. Uh-huh. 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 To the end, because of faith, the promise might be what? Sure. Do you want banker to banker light to prosperity? Sir. Stake loto faith. Sir. You will get there. But you are faithless. The only time you get faith is when everything is working nice. Promotion here, marriage here, car here, money here, this here, this there, health here, nine things, opportunity. Ah! Everything now, double, double. That they were the way you dance in church. But the Bible said, for the trying of your faith, what can we do? What? Patient. Now, watch Abraham's case. Watch it. Who is the father of all? As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things we be not as though they be. So, when you have faith, when nothing be, when nothing is present, when you lack everything good, in that dry woman, faith must be kept alive. So, Watch it. Who against hope? Believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Against hope means there was no hope. How many of you sound hopeless today? You feel like there is a situation that is so hopeless. Don't feel sad. We are in church. How many of you feel like that? It is not peculiar to you alone. Those who are practitioners of faith covenant, they experience it. So it tells me that you are working in faith. Amen. If you have a covenant of faith, you will come to that experience. There are some things God came to tell me in 1998. It has still not happened. I'm praying about it. 1998. Other great prophets have also looked at me. They don't know me. They confirm it. But now, I have not, I have not seen it. So the Bible said that he hope against hope. Sometimes, mm. you, you remember the, the man Jesus prayed for us. I said that, uh, 
He said, I believe, but help my own belief. Mm. Sometimes you believe, you have faith, but you know that you don't have faith. Sir, what you say? So you can't have faith in God at certain times of life. And say, now the way the situation is, faith is gone. No, Abraham hope against hope. But you have lost hope. Can I talk to you about faith? Hebrews 11, 1. He says, now, for, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. So if you don't have hope, I can't talk to you about faith. The way you are feeling discouraged. And you don't want to pray. You don't want to fight. You don't want to come to church. You give in Christ. You say you won't give. Ah. Abraham. God tested his faith. That although God was not giving him what he had promised. He was always coming to his house to eat a point in crack and coin. Sir. He ate. That. Even after God gave him the one thing he promised, he said, Bring that one to again. It is faith. Your deep man and poor sign for Bremen. In the year 2018, I see faith workers, faith practitioners, faith covenanters, people that work in faith are going to rise in this auditorium. May the Lord give you grace to practice the covenant of faith. Receive the power, receive the grace. I receive it. Verse 27, for he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. If you are walking in faith, you see it as a covenant. So although you, don't, you are not comfortable with what is happening, you are hoping against hope. You still don't say because you are hoping against hope and you are not comfortable, you give up on God. It doesn't work like that. It's a covenant. Luke 750. Luke 750. And let me do We were 15 covenant practices we want to be treating. Under this topic, and then my mom only one. Safwaba akupefakoda. Amen. I hope my mom, some of my say me. Why are you clapping as if you are sad? Eh? Jesus said to the woman, "Thy faith, thy." He didn't say my anointing. He didn't say my prayer. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. I don't want you to be a faith talker. I want you to be a faith practitioner. Pastor, you can talk faith and not be practicing faith. Ah. You can be talking, I have faith. I have faith. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Paul said, that is good. Even the devils also have faith. And they tremble. Is that not what Paul said? He said, they believe that God exists. Didn't you hear what the God in the morning said? That Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us before our touch? So they are faith that Jesus can destroy them. But he said that faith without works is dead. So when you confess faith, 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 you must come to pray. What now? You are not confessing. You are practicing. So today I move you from confessing to practicing. Amen. Uh, why are you clapping as if you are sad? Are you not blessed? So, so, Pastor, in my life, I am practicing faith. It is a covenant. This year, the kind of thing that hit me and I'm still standing every Sunday, I come to church, preaching, excited, singing. Ha! Sometimes faith can make you fake. Mm. What a word. Oh God, I don't like the way you so are looking at me. me huh? Faith can make you fake. 
You are dying on the inside. And you are wearing makeups in church. You are like a whitewashed tomb. The outside is white and nice, but the inside is dirty and rotten. I cannot be poor. And you have nothing to even bought or let alone to uh, give offering. It is fake. Ah, can I tell the difference between a faith talker and a faith practitioner? Mm. The one that said, I don't have money, so I'm not going to uh, church. Mm. And the one that said, I don't have money, but I am going to church. What that? Shoe or no shoe, praise the Lord. Lord. That one is what I'm talking about. Uh, you, are not, you are not getting it. Huh? When I got to my lean season in the city of Akara, I asked my wife, we put water on fire in the evening and there was nothing and I was saying that God will provide for us to put rice inside the water that one is crazy faith Sir, if you, you don't have seed off you don't do that one you will be put to shame and we were there in the evening one of my daughters from the vessel of Kekos came to know the door mm. pastor I bought two thin tomatoes sardine and a, a small bag of rice oil everything the the lady the lady prepared in fact he did the recipe uncooked and brought it so you only put it for the fire Sir. may the lord cause your faith to grant you some things which oh amen are you blessed today are you blessed today this is what we call the covenant of faith you see when you have a covenant of faith it will make you devoted to god Oh, so you think it is everybody that addressed nice in church that is doing well in life? The day you see me very dressed, that is the day. So I am giving you my formula. You see, you can't clap. So you think because we are dressing. You can be wearing suit in air conditioning and be sweating. Sir. Oh, I don't like the way you people you are looking this morning. C- can I talk to you? Yes. Mami Saranya, 80 years. You go, you live in heaven. Every morning you come and be talking. You, you are talkative. Mm? I'll give you a child. Meanwhile, no phone in your flat. Huh? And, 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 and my body, the powers that be cannot rise. Akosombo mm-hmm. turbines is off. You know Akosombo turbines? After church, see me, I'll show you Akosombo turbines. And then God is making noise. I've given you a child. He didn't say, I will give you. I, master, if I say, I have given you mobile phone. If this brother comes, he should see the mobile phone in your hand, isn't it? So God keeps saying, I have given you. I have given you. Meanwhile, my wife is always seeing blood. Every now, the Bible says it has seed with him, uh-huh. as it used to be with women. Many post not done, many stop. And the thing is, many stop times two, eighty years. Who expect a baby at eight, eight? Mm-hmm. Except you are working in the covenant of faith, you can never trust God at that point. Mm. Your faith is a disco light attitude towards God. It is not a covenant life. You have faith only when you need something. Oh, Pastor say, Then your faith will stop. Then you will sit down when the Kobasa wari and the then you will start having faith again. Because Pastor have said that mm. you will faith in your disco life. God mm. is saying no. Mm. Whether the baby or no baby, whether the marriage or no marriage, Amen. the faith thing might become your lifestyle, your attitude. Amen. Are the people blessed today? Yes. Are the people blessed today? Yes. Shall I close the service? What are the pros and what are the cons? Ah. Hello. Ah. The way you are not even saying army means we should close. 
Next week, I'm going to continue. That was For without faith, it is impossible to please God. I want you to be a faith practitioner. A faith covenanter. Don't become a faith demonstrator. You demonstrate faith only when you need something from God. It will not work. Anything you cannot adopt as a lifestyle, it can never be a covenant style. I have 15 covenant practices in my Christian life. And that is why when you pull me down here, something is lifting me the other side. Amen. Ah. In this year 2018, I don't want you to be a church goer. I want you to be a covenant practitioner Christian. So you you are not just coming to church Sunday upon Sunday. But you are walking in certain secrets others are not practicing. It will give you the anointing of Primus inter Paris. The first among your equals. When they put you, you and many other people here, you don't know how favor locates you. You are always selected. It is yes. because of the covenant you are practicing. God said, in exchange for this, your obedience to practicing the covenant of faith, leaving your mother and your father's house, I will bless you. I will bless you. I will multiply you. Your children shall be blessed. And in you shall all the nations and the families of this world be blessed. So, the condition for the blessing is the Practicing of the faith. Oh, are you blessed today in church? So today, I want you to bow your heads and pray and talk to your maker that the Lord should give you the strength to maintain your focus in your Christian faith. Tell the Lord to grant you the ability to walk in faith till the end of time. You cannot have faith simply because everything is working. But when hope is against hope, your faith must continue. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you for listening to this message from the Word and Season broadcast. For inquiries and further information, please contact us on 0242-424-531 or 0243-241-217. You can also send an email to the prophet at prophet at faithwordcharismatic.org or info at faithwordcharismatic.org Visit our website at www.faithwordcharismatic.org Alternatively, follow the prophets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Dan Ejaku Afari or at Faith Word Charismatic. God bless you richly.